Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Friday, November 3rd, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino, and I am reaching over, and I'm touching... Woody Overton, he is back in the on flesh. Louisiana in the soil. Flesh and to come back, and <laughs> I'm having to wear a jacket in the studio. Yeah, he looks right. cold. He's got uh, the uh, well, you know what? The line jacket going, the long pants. I'm like an idiot who who woke up this morning and didn't think anything and put shorts on and froze yeah, my was, ass off on the way 29 up. 29 degrees in Norwood when I left this morning, and I got it didn't get back till last night till like on eight thirty or. Nine and then uh, so a long trip, good trip. Uh, Louisiana or Curement Agency being able to hunt with the boy, not the, the boy, the young man who received the kidney from uh, Hero Reese, who I have the band on with my Courtney Coco band now. Um, and Reese's mama and brother were there for the hunt too. The, the you know the yep. hero, Dana, just really kind of special. So it was no a, it was a great deal. Thank you, Matt Clark White Televentures and Shane and Tracy McBride for hosting it. And Shane, prayers for you and your surgery today, bro. Well, and so. thank you to uh, all you out there listening for tolerating us over uh, yep. the last six shows. Working with the technology we're working with. I mean, there's there's really no easy way to do a show like we do from three separate locations because we normally feed off of each other, looking at each other in a studio and finishing each other's sentences. And it's, uh, it's hard to do when you're, uh, when you're in that kind of environment. So we are excited to be back in the saddle. Very, very excited to be back and my boys and you're definitely right. There's a certain chemistry when we're in the same room together. When I reach over and slap the piss out of Mike, <laughs> I can't do that through this computer screen. <laughs> and I know the sound. That's the only, the only benefit is that Although I, the, the, I the, retain the, my piss when. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the sound uh, was far better than other times I've been out of town. So I, I was I was very pleased with that. But still, yeah. the chemistry is what it is. And let's get into some crime time for. Freaking Friday. Yes, and we are in Louisiana to start it off. Uh, The East Baton Rouge District Attorney. My boy, Hiller Moore. Hiller Moore has formally filed charges against three people accused of rummaging through a doctor's house after he died while taking drugs in his own bedroom. 21-year-old Elizabeth Rios, 29-year-old Curtis Hurd, and 38-year-old Gaynor Fleming were charged Monday in a case surrounding the death of James Greer. 
He was an ER doctor who was found dead at his home on August 10th. Each faces counts of felony theft, failure to seek assistance, possession of a firearm by a felon, and possession of fentanyl with intent to distribute. You knew that was going to come up. Arrest documents uh, allege that Greer, 43, met up with the suspects at a hotel on North Harrells Ferry Road hours before his death. After Greer asked Fleming whether Rios was free that night, all four rode together to Greer's home. There, Greer uh, wrote a $300 check to pay for Rios' company Mm. and then went with her into his bedroom. Once inside, Rio says she and Greer stripped down and started using drugs. Mm. She said Greer was giving her a massage when he collapsed on top of her, unresponsive. After she ran out of the room, she told Fleming and Herb what happened. All three turned the house over. They stole guns, laptops, and other wow. valuables. They then loaded the stolen goods into Greer's Land Rover and used it to flee the area. Greer's body was found days later, and police arrested all three suspects about two weeks after that. Wow. I wonder if they had them like on ring camera or something. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm sure, yeah, he had to have some. Greer was a doctor. He was an ER doctor in Baton Rouge. Did we do anything on that story in August? I don't remember. I don't remember ever coming across the story. Uh-uh, me either. But so. now that they're, you know, they're obviously formally charged now, with the, they must have some evidence oh, to yeah. convict. And, uh, yeah, man, any, you know, don't yeah. pick anybody up on the side of the road, peeps. Right, right. <laughs> Especially if you're an ER doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. And then you wrote them a check. Yeah, no better. Oh, that's probably probably. Right. Yeah, that's the, the first check. time the first time I've ever heard of someone writing a check for a prostitute. For a prostitute, yeah. 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 Let me write you a check. Yeah, let me write you a check. I mean, that's crazy. Well, she says it. Make sure the check prostitute that takes checks. Hate that uh, form. High, highly <laughs> traceable for the John. Not usually the <laughs> yeah. preferred method of payment. But crazy, crazy. crazy. Um, well. This one is pretty crazy, too, y'all. And I do not think that we cover this. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. But after nearly a month-long manhunt, police have arrested a suspect in the murders of a New York City woman, her dog, and her friend. On Thursday, officers captured 31-year-old Lenu Moore, who was accused of shooting Jackie Bellini, her pit bull Zeus, and her friend, Levon Harvin, on the street near the 165th Street in Washington Heights on September 29th. Earmuffs, babe. Earmuffs. Oh, yeah. More, sorry. Uh, more faces charged of murder, criminal possession of a weapon, aggravated criminal contempt, and ag cruelty to animals connection with the September shooting. Officials said the neighbors, Moore and Bellini, had been having a, a, a dispute for months over her pit bulls barking in her apartment. How many times have we, we had these neighbors killing each other and, and over stupid <laughs> shit like this, right? She had difficulty. She had difficulty with him based on noise complaints from the dog. NYPD chief of detectives said at a press conference. In addition, he committed a burglary of her apartment in which he broke her arm and beat another female companion. Holy smokes. Moore was charged with burglary and assault for that incident that happened in April and uh, 
Afterwards, Bellini got an order of protection against him that prohibited him from approaching her or contacting her. Well, that didn't really work out, mm-hmm. did it? Shortly after he was arrested, Moore was released on bail. Police said that Bellini had feared for her safety after Moore's release from jail and would ask her friend Harvard to walk with her. She walked her dog down the street. Kenny noted the male victim, Mr. Harvard, was actually helping her walk the dogs because she was in fear for her life because of this guy. Around 6.30 p.m. on the night of the shooting, Bellini had been walking with Harvard and her dog when Moore walked up behind them, dressed in a black, wearing a mask, and fired at least six shots. Wow. Isn't that crazy, y'all? Uh, people it's just really can't crazy. deal with their disputes anymore right. without killing somebody. Well, it's also the, the nature of apartment living has changed because it used to be you lived in an apartment in Manhattan – you left that apartment first thing in the morning to go to work and you didn't come home until whatever time in the afternoon. Now, so many of these companies are virtual working and so home. many of yeah. these people are working from home yeah. where, you know, the, uh, the dog wouldn't have bothered somebody back in the day because they wouldn't have been home for the dog to bother them. And, uh, the, you know, the apartment living in New York is such a weird thing because you, it's not like it was portrayed in friends. Yeah. You right. may be somebody who has a ton of friends, right. but you're not getting chummy with the people on your floor right. in apartment. You, you, you live a, uh, a very separated existence from them. For the most part, I never lived in a building where the, there was that sort of friendly yeah, uh, uh, thing there. And so, uh, rivalries and, and problems tend to come up because of noise between uh, tenants. And now when you exacerbate that with people being home most of the time instead of gone most of the time, it's a recipe for this kind of thing. Are, are the apartments small? Like when, when I say New York uh, City working, the hotel rooms are so small compared to a regular hotel room with apartments that much smaller. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you got a dog and they're barking – our hours of the night as small as my hotel rooms were uh, and shit like that. I, yeah, no, I, it's, it's I'm ridiculous. I'm going to kill somebody behind it, but. My know. son who just had a baby, um, uh, they live in Brooklyn. And so they had to go from a one bedroom to a two bedroom apartment. But the two bedroom apartment is like 900 square feet. Wow. And they pay $8,000 a month. For the apartment, for it's, it's insane. It's insane. That is crazy. It is absolutely Shit. insane. Well, I don't know what they do in in New York City, but I, I know what Jim did when his beloved pet died, and and yeah, I know what I'm gonna do. You know, we were raising spring, uh, spaniels, and my, my pets die. I'm going to Louisiana Pet Crematory, and and with Roy and the Christens in. Yeah, for sure. And it, in New York City, I don't recall there being anything like that. Uh, we actually lost a dog as a, what do you, what as do you a do? puppy we, in New York it's City. Like who you can bury it in the backyard in New York City. No, my, well, I was gone. I was away on a on a trip. And God, I hope you're not listening, Jerry Ann. And Jerry Ann was walking the puppy who was about two months old. And he got off the leash and ran into Manhattan traffic and got hit by a cab. It was horrible. Um, and... She brought him to the whatever the humane society or I mean they did uh, something with him back in the day, but uh, but nothing like what you can get you with get the, uh, the Louisiana and, Pet Crematory and, 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 and those guys. Something the 
put them in and all that, right? Well, hopefully Zeus uh, was taken care of in some know. kind of way. I don't know. Okay, so we've done lots of stories about artificial intelligence over okay. uh, over the months. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but the White House came out and has uh, uh, has made some official uh, rules and created some uh, some uh, task force and laws that are going to go into effect regarding artificial intelligence. So I want to tell you about that. President Biden's concerns over AI have intensified, which has led him to take action. Biden signed a sweeping executive order Monday regulating the development of AI, saying he wants to prevent AI from making social media, quote, more addictive or from uh, also abetting fraud. Biden noted that he's seen a deep fake video of himself, and he seems pretty off put by that. His concern sharpened after he watched Tom Cruise's latest action-packed Mission Impossible thriller, according to the White House Deputy Chief of Staff, a guy by the name of Bruce Reed. If Biden hadn't already been concerned about what could go wrong with AI before the movie, he saw plenty more to worry about, Reed said. Um, I guess I'm glad they didn't watch Team America together. <laughs> would have come out yeah. that? But Reed said he watched the film with Biden at Camp David earlier this year. The movie features a dangerous AI device referred to as the Entity. Did you guys, either of you guys see that? I haven't uh, seen it. Yet. I see it. Okay, so uh, this AI device is referred to as the Entity, and the Entity tracks down Ethan Hunt. We all know Ethan Hunt is the Tom Cruise character. All while hijacking and sinking a Russian sub, manipulating video footage of characters' faces, and impersonating human voices. These AI features are known to be a concern for Biden, who Reed said has profoundly curious who Reed said has been profoundly curious about the technology of AI. I wish she'd be profoundly curious about some other things. But uh, Biden had also witnessed AI technology create, quote, fake AI images of himself and his dog and had seen it perform the incredible and terrifying technology of voice cloning, Reed said. Under the first of its kind action, companies such as Google, Amazon and Microsoft backed OpenAI will be required to share safety test results with the government whenever they train an AI model that poses a potential, quote, serious risk to national security, national economic security or national public health and safety. I heard an interview, which is an interview I recommend everybody listen to, if you can, uh, that Elon Musk did with Joe Rogan the other day, and Musk was headed to this event after that interview. Uh, President Biden is rolling out the strongest set of actions any government in the world has ever taken on AI safety, security, and trust, Reid said in a statement on Monday morning. Um, it's the next step in an aggressive strategy to do everything on all fronts to harness the benefits of AI and mitigate the risks. So, look, see, I, I seriously consider this. How much more effective would it, could an AI version of Biden be than Biden himself? I mean, they're prob someone's probably thinking about this. I mean, it wouldn't be hard at all to declare some kind of uh, reason that he's not going to do public press conferences anymore. And then you could have the, the press conferences done via video with AI and, you know, at least, to, you know, we'd get proper sentences strung together. You could have the AI climbing up the stairs to Air Force One. I mean, there's there's probably a little fear in Biden's got that they're, they're doing this for other reasons. So it's probably good he's setting up this thing. So, um, you know, if uh, 
if you're worried about uh, about that, that may be their uh, their solution there. So the government getting involved in AI, folks. Hmm. There you go. I wonder if it's because something's already been fucked up. Well, you remember we did a story where the the uh, a lady had a daughter who she thought was kidnapped because they used right, AI right, right, to right, fake right. the daughter's voice. So they I think they're they're you know, I hate any sort of regulation just just yeah. as sheer principle, but there's got to be some safety measures being looked at because any any sort of technology, whether it's AI or anything, um, you know, as it evolves, uh, the the people out there that aren't the good people yeah, gonna are going to take advantage it's of the same it. thing like firearms. I mean, they, they can still regulate it however they want to. If somebody wants to misuse it, they're going to misuse That's it. That's right. That's well, and folks true. like Musk, who really has been involved since the – genesis of AI is uh, outspoken publicly about the need for some kind of control on uh, further development in the space, you know, it's, it's a serious, uh, serious issue. So it's, uh, it's not only good, they're doing something about it. It's good. The people they've got involved in doing something about but, it. And, and I listened to after all our, our stuff again on the drive back from Wisconsin, I was listening to part of the Joe Rogan thing, and it wasn't even Joe Rogan. It was a whole series they have of Joe Rogan with artificial intelligence uh, interviews, and it's not it's it's his voice and like Donald Trump's. Voice. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and I'm like, what the? And then then I'm on. How much would it cost to get get me a, a original real life real crime episode just to see what it would be like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Right? It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. 
day. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Well, um... We'll move on to the next, and yep. I'm going to tell you about uh, someone in the UFC known as the Black Beast. The Beast. <laughs> or, and uh, we'll get into what he's done to get yeah. himself into a little bit of trouble, but I'll tell you a quick story about him. His name is Derek Lewis, and uh, just a, you know, he's a heavyweight fighter, big, big guy, yeah. big guy, and obviously with the name Black Beast, he's black. Um, but (laughs) one of the, he's almost like one of these big teddy bears. He's, he's, uh, known to crack jokes and, you know, after fights, they'll interview you and he'll have all these jokes. I'll never forget. I was watching a UFC, uh, fight. He, he knocked a guy out and after the fight there, Joe Rogan actually is interviewing him and, uh, cause he commentates for the UFC. So he said something to Derek Lewis, and while he's talking to him, Derek Lewis pulls his shorts off in the middle of the ring, and all he's got on underneath is uh, is uh, like a cup, almost like a cup. You know how the jock ass strap. is out jock of the back, jockstrap. And Jeff um, Ruggins says, "What are you doing?" You know, he's laughing, right. and uh, Derek Lewis looks at him and he says, "My balls were hot." <laughs> <laughs> and Free it was probably balls. the funniest moment because yeah. you would never only Derek Lewis would you expect right. to say that. Yeah, funny. But he's gotten himself in a little bit of trouble, y'all. UFC heavyweight Derek Lewis was arrested in Texas on Wednesday after driving a red Lamborghini 136 miles per hour in a 50 mile an hour zone. That'll get your balls hot as well. Yeah, yeah, his balls were real hot that day. And, you know, it's look, it's a Lamborghini. It's kind of hard to keep it under 100. Um, But that's that's a major uh, problem. Harris County court records show that Lewis was charged with misdemeanor reckless driving and released on a $100 bond. So it sounds like they kind of, you know, Maybe maybe that he's from that area. Well, I know he's from Texas, yeah, Houston, I believe. Is, yeah, Harris County is Houston. Yeah, so they they probably knew Derek and, and let him off a little light. But they say he was 
swerving in between lanes and the school buses were on the road during the incident, which, yeah, that's not good. Uh, Lewis also passed a law enforcement officer while doing this driving. <laughs> yeah. I bet he did. Passed yeah. him at 136. Right. Well, uh, that's how they knew how fast he was going. They clocked him. That's right. The, the arrest came 10 days before Lewis, who actually has the most knockouts in UFC history with 14. He's scheduled to highlight the UFC fight night in Sao Paulo, Brazil right. on Saturday. Uh, Lewis is set to face, face Brazilian uh, Jalatin Almeida, uh, who is 19 and 2. And Lewis has challenged for the UFC heavyweight title twice. He lost to then champion Daniel Cormier, Lafayette right, boy, right. Uh, by submission in the second round of UFC 230 in 2018 and lost to Cyril Gaon uh, by third round TKO at UFC 264. Five and that's this Saturday. This Saturday he'll be fighting, and I can tell you, yeah, I'm not going to be watching it. Say, let me that's say, right. It's I'll Alabama. Say, Jim, you, you, you're forbidden to watch it because it's LSU Alabama. Alabama that's baby. right. It, well, and the we final, for, final will be on later than the football game. Uh, well, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll be, be good and drunk be, by yeah. then. Mike. Oh, you can't you can't watch, see anything. Can't watch time. a fight drunk. Last year when we beat them, I think they were number one, and we beat them. I distinctly remember rolling around on the floor of my bar. Yes, yes. After eating a whole. Stuffed hog stuffed with boudin and wrapped in bacon. There you go. Okay, well, all I know is that guy better have to go to freaking traffic school. If I had to go to traffic school for doing what, 81 in a 70 or something. Yeah, but you were flying your G7. That yeah. was a whole different thing there. You went to air traffic school. No, yeah. Uh, that's right. I wish I went to air traffic well, school. Well, uh, you know, we didn't mention at the beginning of the show it is Alabama Hate Week. Oh, Taliban yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. thing yeah oh, oh a that's thing. huge around here it's a big thing they, they have an lsu hate week yeah, as well that's so right. it's a big all thing. our alabama peeps it's all in good fun it's a big deal go tigers y'all that's tomorrow because um this will be released on friday that's so. right go tigers um we don't have enough hate going on in the united states right now we need a little alabama hate week <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. At least that's a good reason. Where I'll be watching LSU Alabama and stuffing another hog and smoking it. I won't have Grubhub delivery service. All right now, I've used Grubhub. I travel a lot, as y'all know, and I, I use Grubhub. I actually think I'm like a yearly member or whatever the plan is for the discounts. But uh, this is. A good one. So Aga refused to do this story as he's still recovering from the Ritz Carlson semen water story from the other day, y'all. That that was an amazing story, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um but Jim's looking at me like you know, Jim's put it out of his memory. It, uh, it, no, it I, affected I him so much. Water bottles uh, and all I still bet that dude's not kissing his wife. I do a salt yeah. test on all my water. <laughs> so now. um uh, but a Utah man was infuriated and left in shambles after he took several straw fools down his throat before he realized the milkshake he ordered from Grubhub was full of piss. Not ice cream. Not oh the what? flavor he ordered. And Aggo is talking about, well, we all worked in the service industry, and I might have to put a booger in your salad. Well, <laughs> someone uh, filled this. <laughs> this is almost comical, but it's not. Milkshake full of piss, not ice cream. So Caleb Wood said he decided to order fries and a milkshake from Chick-fil-A off the Grubhub app, but knew something was up after he took a few sips from the beverage. He claims he became very sick afterwards. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm sure it tasted nasty, but I don't think you really 
I don't know. Mark, get uh, sick, fuck sick that, for man. I'm <laughs> peeking everywhere. People puke their brains out after that. Okay. All right. So he said, when I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a big sip, Wood said. I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine. Wood said he immediately called the driver back to his house and let him have it on the phone for basically poisoning him with a cup of piss. And footage from Wood's home security camera shows the moment the Grubhub driver returns to the home and comes face to face with him. Now, if I'm your driver and I pissed in your cup, I ain't going back to your house. Right? But anyway, um, did you confuse the cups? Because, like, dude, it's half full of pee. Wood calmly goes as he. <laughs> holds a styrofoam cup while approaching the driver outside. Do you realize this is pee? Wood says the driver expressed to him what happened and told him he had two styrofoam cups in the car but confused his milkshake for the urine field. Oh, cup. my gosh. <laughs> hey, Bad who amongst this table hasn't peed while going down the road? Oh, I've done that. Um, yeah, but usually you grab a styrofoam pee cup and you grab a styrofoam cup full of milkshake there's a little bit difference in the temperature on your hand yeah, well, you know, you, maybe maybe you should have a clue well wood says the driver expressed to him what happened and told him yeah i told you all that he can he confused the cups but the driver also admitted he clocks long hours and relieves himself in the car because he doesn't really take bathroom breaks but the bizarre storyline gets even better wood said he called grubhub to get his money back though he wasn't quite given the compensation he desired i think it Cost like twenty five bucks. They refunded like eighteen dollars. The actual cost of the food. They didn't refund the delivery fee or the tip that I gave. Grubhub has since put out a statement regarding the revolting alleged incident. We took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us. The company said in a statement, "We're following up with the customer to apologize and our coach and representative who was previously in touch with the customer." What the fuck? Hey, now I'm going to tell you something. You better check your shit when it comes in, whether it's DoorDash, Grubhub, or uh, Uber, Uber delivery. Uber Almost every look, I've had them. I'm watching them bring in my shit on, on the map, at like at one mm-hmm. of my houses or whatever, but not at, in the hotel. And I don't ever go to doors. I do the contactless delivery. You know, me too. And they say they dropped it off and shit, and take a picture and send it. It's not even my house. And, and then I got to go to the neighbor's house and try to find my food and shit like that. Or they guaranteed to get something wrong. You know why? Because they don't give a shit. It's, it's not the driver, but the people in the restaurant. Like, oh, right. fuck it. It's another Grubhub delivery. But I never got a cup full of pee. And I never stayed. I have stayed at the Risk Carlton. And, and Mike said $700 a night was a hell of a lot more than that. And I never got any cum in my water either. Yeah. yeah. I never drink another Here's bottle of water. At to Ritz me, the, the scariest part of that story is even when it goes right, you know that a lot of these drivers are out there all night doing exactly yeah. what this guy's doing. So he probably just spilled piss all over his hand yeah. a minute ago before he put your burger on your front doorstep. Yeah, but then so, the bags are wrapped and they got stickers on them. It's like an ev- <laughs> yeah, evidence some, bag. Sometimes. Yeah, well, some, sometimes I ain't eating that motherfucker if it don't have a sticker on some, it. Hey, hey, if it ain't closed, I ain't opening it. Because I know there's aggers out there be putting boogers in your shit. Well, the down, <laughs> yeah. the, the downside of the contactless thing is that you don't, you know, you, it comes through on your phone, but you were doing something else, so you weren't paying attention at that moment. So 
they're long gone, whoever dropped it off, and you go out and you're missing an item or something. You know. But my bag is open. I'm not fucking with it. I'm, I'm calling the bag. I've returned the shit. I'm complaining. Usually they'll re- refund you something back, you know. Yeah. But it's been more of a hassle, especially when you're really hungry or drunk and hungry and you want your food and they, and they deliver the wrong thing or they don't deliver it or whatever. Yeah, see, if I had, I don't remember a time where I didn't at least, you know, taste test one fry out of the bunch of fries I was bringing to the person. I mean, come on. God you dang, be, Mike. You had, a big thing full of, you had a big thing full of fries. And, you know, don't and, hire Mike and, at a and, restaurant. And, Jesus. And Mrs. McGillicuddy <laughs> is giving you all kinds of shit about one, where her order hey, is. The I'm one like, brand we won't be <laughs> investing in is Aggo's restaurant for Aggo yeah, if, if there's ever an Aggo restaurant, I ain't eating there. <laughs> Come on. I'm staying away from that. He probably had that meth least, in the soy sauce, too. At least, that's I, at least I own the shortcomings of my past. Holy shit, Mike. Whatever you the do, mistakes don't, of my youth. whatever you do, don't. Tell the list of restaurants that you own because we know you own all kinds of restaurants around yeah, the world. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Restaurant tour by Cagavino. Okay. Shoeless. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Ithaca, New York. Ithaca, you know, that's a, probably the hardest kicking shotgun ever made. An Ithaca, Ithaca shotgun. That must I, did not, I did not know knock that. Dick in the dirt. Yeah. Well, once upon a time, that little town was known as a great college town because it has both Ithaca College, which is a good uh, liberal arts school up there, and Cornell University, which is an Ivy League school. And really, those are the only two things that exist in Ithaca, New York, where it snows like feet of snow. Yeah. Uh, and gets colder than hell. But federal authorities arrested a Cornell University student on Tuesday after he allegedly posted threats of extreme violence against the school's Jewish community. Patrick died 21 years old, a junior at the university. He uh, He's from Pittsford, New York, which is just north of New York City, was arrested on a federal, actually Pittsburgh is near Rochester, I'm sorry, was arrested on a federal uh, criminal complaint charging him with posting threats to kill or injure another using interstate communications, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of New York. The complaint against I alleges he posted threatening messages to the Cornell section of an online discussion site, which included calling for the deaths of Jewish people and carrying out a mass shooting at a kosher dining hall located next to the Cornell Jewish Center. In a uh, post die alleged, uh, allegedly threatened to stab and slit the throat of any Jewish males he sees on campus, to rape and throw off a cliff any Jewish females, and to behead any Jewish babies. He threatened to bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot, quote, all you pig Jews. Unbelievable. This guy faces a maximum term of five years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and a term of supervised release of up to three years if convicted. Jewish students on the university campus in Ithaca were put on high alert on Sunday night after at least six screenshots allegedly taken from that same website displayed online threats from anonymous users who said Israel deserved what happened on 10-7 and eliminate Jewish living from the Cornell campus, etc., Cornell officials confirmed earlier on Tuesday that authorities identified and placed a suspect in custody. That would be Mr. Dye. Joel Molina, the vice president of university relations at Cornell, released a statement saying that the Ivy League campus remains shocked 
and condemned those horrific anti-Semitic threats and believe they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray testified the other day to the uh, uh, U.S. Senate and said that Jewish community has been targeted by terrorists really across the spectrum, including homegrown violent extremists and foreign terrorist organizations. This has gotten just absolutely crazy. We had uh, something happen at Tulane, which is a school school with a 40% Jewish student base where uh, where a student was attacked with a uh, a flagpole the other day. You know what? I'm so sick of all that shit. That uh, we just need in racial hatred, whether it's white on black, black on white, Jews, religious, whatever. I don't even know if racial is the right term, but all of these people hating people behind ideas that, and they don't know the people. Fuck that. Quit it. I agree. It's well, and the me- look, the media in this Awful. country is culpable in all of this because but, the shit the media stirs it takes, is unbelievable. I, I understand the media stirs shit, but people have have to have hatred in their heart, and ninety nine point nine percent of it's for no fucking reason other than some idea somebody sold them. You put you put a Jewish baby in a, I wouldn't say Hamas baby, but what whatever you. Palestine, whatever you put it to, you put ten different babies from ten different backgrounds in a sandbox. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna play together. That's right, and that's how it should be. Well, and look, it, probably eighty plus percent of these people who are participating in these protests that are going on across the country don't really know why they're there. I would say, don't, I don't, just want them to stop. You know, they don't Peace. really understand the cause. They don't know the history. They don't know anything. They just want to protest. Peace. Be a leader, not a follower. Peace. All right. We're going to go to Michigan. And, Woody, you're going to be real tempted to interject, but I want you to save your comments to the end on this one because I know you have some experience with this. We'll talk about that as well. A prisoner has sued the Michigan Department of Corrections after having porn intercepted by guards. An inmate serving a life sentence at prison in Michigan's Upper Peninsula says his First Amendment rights were violated after guards intercepted pornography that was mailed to him. John Alexander, 57, is seeking $60,000 from the Department of Corrections after prison guards at the correctional facility prevented him from receiving the adult entertainment sent to him. Alexander's friends thought it would be a nice gesture for his birthday when they sent him and sent him issues of Four Play magazine. He mm. <laughs> can't make that up. Uh, YKTV, the makers of the magazine, specialize in prison entertainment, a niche market for sure. Mm. Now, Four Play is not what anyone would consider hardcore pornography. This from attorney Todd Perkins, more like a Playboy or Whiskey GQ. Perkins isn't directly involved. I'm learning all these things. I don't know about Whiskey GQ. Yeah, Whiskey GQ. The Jail TV. That's another one. uh, Well, Jail TV. Or whatever. YKTV. They they were just the makers of the magazine. So uh, Perkins isn't directly involved in the case, but he did weigh on weigh in on the uh, unique lawsuit, and he used a couple examples. 
that's not uncommon for me to see that. And I have seen those type of lawsuits that are currently within the system and some successfully litigated to completion. But when it comes to lawsuits relating to prisoners and pornography, there's only one. It was introduced into the federal system before being dismissed. Alexander, who is serving a life sentence for second degree fleeing from a police officer in Wayne County, hopes to turn his suit into a class action case and is trying to recruit fellow inmates to join him, arguing his First Amendment issue. He also authored a protest letter to a corrections officer who replied, the directive not to deliver the nudie mags, likely that came from Lansing. Uh, sources close to the Department of Corrections speculate the reasons the magazines were intercepted because anything close to depicting sexual violence could incite a security issue. A spokesman with the prison system said they were aware of the complaint but declined to comment. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> first of all, your First Amendment fucking right when you locked up for whatever it is you locked up for, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Secondly, the state of Louisiana, you know what story I'm about to tell. Uh-huh. Uh, these two guys from Livingston Parish um, picked up this young kid in their neighborhood and kidding, well, enticed him into the house brutally raped him numerous times uh, uh, all night long and then took him out by the riverbank and shot him numerous times like a dog and left him and he was a young boy and they both got the death sentence rightfully so one of these fuckers on death row now you're not allowed to have porn in prison in case you didn't know for obvious reasons that makes you horny and you want to fuck. Yeah. That's like a major violation. And and this guy's on death row and they shake down a cell and he's got gay porn. All right. Which is, it doesn't matter which type of porn. I'm just telling you what it was. Gay porn. And they seize it from, he sued the state of Louisiana and fucking won. They had to give him gay porn back. And it went all the way up to like the Supreme court. And guess what? This douchebag is still alive to this day. And this, this, he's the the longest running, living, death row inmate in the state of Louisiana. He's been now like I don't know, like forty years yeah. or something. Yeah. Guess what, bitch? We got a new sheriff in town. Our new governor's coming, and he, Jeff Landry, is about to reinstate the death penalty, and then you can take your porn. Uh, to the fucking uh, how, coffin with you. If it's illegal to have him in prison, how did he win? Exactly. You tell me. I don't know. I don't. I don't figure it out. It went all the way up to whomever, and they 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 gave it to him. I don't know. Uh, it's a waste of time. I mean, you got people involved in real fucking lawsuits that are there to have real suffering and these assholes are sitting around 24 hours a day like this one getting $60,000 for whatever the fuck. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I I just stupid. Hey y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. 
She was amazed at how much hormone harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash RLRC. R C. All right. Um, here's another idiot. And this this really should be dumb criminals. Back to Ago's birthplace, not the city, the state. A 43-year-old man from Manhasset, New York, stands accused of pointing. It's where my mom lives. Really? Yeah. My, hopefully it's not her neighbor. I knew that one. Accused of pointing the gun at a six-year-old boy who went to retrieve a goodie bag that he and his sister accidentally dropped off at the wrong address over the weekend. On Saturday at approximately 7.25 p.m., a 42-year-old mother drove her three children and nephew to drop off the Halloween goodie bag at her daughter's friend's house. At the home, the woman's 10-year-old daughter and 6-year-old son reportedly walked up to the house, rang the doorbell, and left the candy bag on the porch. 
Police said the family drove down the block when the daughter realized they had dropped the candy off their own home, so they went back to get it. The six-year-old boy got out of the vehicle and approached the front door when Michael Wren stepped out of the house and pointed a black handgun at his head. A six-year-old, right? The six-year-old boy told police Wren swore at them to leave his property. So he pointed the pistol in his face and was cussing at him. Police arrested Wynn without incident on charge of second-degree menacing and endangering the welfare of a child. And Wynn told police, I just wanted to scare him. <laughs> anyway, he, he pled not guilty. Uh, uh, he's got to go through a mental evaluation, whatever. Fuck him. All over a Halloween goodie bag. What the fuck? Mike? A six-year-old. Is that how they act up in that city? A six-year-old? I don't know. That, that's no excuse for that. It's bizarre because I, I saw that story and I didn't, uh, wherever I saw it, it didn't, uh, it didn't contain Manhasset, but it had a lot of uh, defense of the guy's actions. The guy has three little kids and, uh, and there had been people banging outside of his house. Okay, that. So the guy was scared to death and didn't bother to look at. He actually had a ring camera. Had he looked out it, he would have seen it was a six-year-old. Uh, and, uh, and Don't ever forward. point a firearm at anything yeah. you don't intend to kill. It's a six-year-old boy. and Unless he is some genetic freak of nature that's six foot two when he's six, six years old and, and had a pistol or something, fuck him. No, I mean, re- the guy's dead wrong, regardless of if anything that, that was going on. If I was that boy's dead, I'd beat that dude's ass. That's what, well, that's that what may, would happen. That may happen. Moving right along. You know, a lot of people are talking about the oppressed, oppressed people on this planet. Mainly, right? mainly you. There's stories <laughs> about that. But people don't often think about sharks and the ways in which sharks are oppressed. Oh God, another shark uh, story. <laughs> and I am, where, as it? you guys know, I am the show shark expert. But, so uh, 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 where's the crime? Is there a crime? Involved? Oh yes, okay. certainly. All right. All right. <laughs> By the way, you are on board probation. Oh, Jim, no, no, you my, can ask me, Jim, do you want to ask me if there's a crime involved? Hey, no, 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 hey, no, no, no. Fuck the board. You just came <laughs> back on real life, real crime turf. Fuck the board. You, you just entered the trading zone. Hey, in the which board's the, oppressing me. <laughs> I wouldn't be taking on the board right now. I'm kicking the board. No, 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 no. Let me let straight. me help you. As your as your lawyer, I advise you to be nice. In these times of quote mostly peaceful protests and daily activism across America, not all marginalized groups are represented. Today, I'm here to report to you about an oppressed group that truly needs your support. You often hear Woody report on the plight of the otter or dolphin or manatee or emu or Jim speak of the challenges facing the octopus or eel. But as the show's official shark correspondent, I am here today to speak up for our often misunderstood toothy pals. A black tip shark was brutally murdered by two men in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Good evening. Yeah, cut them up. See, you're part of the problem. You got to run run the fillets. This horrific display of animal cruelty is saddening. We are reporting this story today to urge the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to recognize the brutal murder of the shark as a crime and asking them to seek justice on behalf of the shark and to provide more stringent hunting regulations so that atrocities like this do not continue. Um, Unfortunately, it's not hunting. 
is fishing. Unfortunately, the prevailing attitude toward sharks in Florida and throughout the United States is often negative. Sharks are commonly feared and are the subject of inaccurate tales involving the threatening of human swimmers and ocean goers. In reality, shark bites don't happen that often and don't even hurt that much. Fishermen, excuse me, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, fisher persons in particular tend to have an irrational dislike of sharks simply because sharks eat many of the same fish that fisher persons are trying to catch for money so they can feed their families. These fisher persons are unwilling to tolerate shark competition despite the fact that the sharks can't very well go shopping somewhere else for food. It is unfair that sharks are violently persecuted as uh, villainous predators of the ocean because of fears perpetrated by lore and a fish shortage. Sharks need us to speak up for them. We need you to reach out, listeners, to the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Committee. Make it make a call today. You can say something like, hello, I'm calling about the black tip shark who was viciously murdered by two men in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. I urge you to recognize that a crime has been committed and to seek justice for the shark. You can also join our March for the Sharks protest being held outside the gates of SeaWorld San Antonio on February 30th, 2024. If you SeaWorld no has, this is serious, SeaWorld has seal trainers, whale trainers, dolphin trainers, and numerous other trainers, but not a single shark trainer in the entire shark, company. If SeaWorld would include a great white tiger or even a mako in their shows, a lot of the stigma about sharks might go away. Yeah. Think of it this way. If sharks didn't have the rows and rows of super sharp teeth and the ability to detect one drop of blood in a million drops of water, no one would see them as evil. So just pretend they don't have teeth and can't smell and repeat what we chant at all of our mostly peaceful protests in the rivers and in the seas, all sharks must be free in the rivers and in the seas. All sharks must be free. Jeez Thank you. Christ, where, do you where do you come up with this shit? <laughs> that, was, that was a metaphor. Hey, the the, uh, the only crime would have been is if they didn't know how to properly clean that black tip shark because you got to cut it in the fillets and you got to run the fillets under cold, cold, cold water until the bubble stops coming out of the meat and then they're good. Otherwise, it tastes too fishy. Oppressor? Shark oppressor? No, shark eater. <laughs> yeah. shark. Hunter? Gotta shark eat. hunter. Survival of the fittest. You can now take off that belt and move freely Tiffany's around the cabin. Back. Tiffany's back. Mm. And we got some music. We got some music. Tiffany never sounded better. Mile high crime time. And we're going to tell you, you know, we brought you a story just, it might have been just a week ago, a little over a week ago, where, uh, a pilot was sitting in a jump seat and tried to take a whole plane down. Mm -hmm. Got a, got another crazy issue. I don't know mushrooms. what's in the water with these pilots. Mm -hmm. uh, but a Probably former Delta co-pilot was uh, indicted earlier this month, accused of threatening to shoot the captain of a commercial flight last year if he diverted the plane because a passenger on board may have been suffering a medical emergency. A Utah grand jury indicted Jonathan Dunn on one count of interference with a flight crew. Dunn was working for Delta as a Delta first officer at the time of the incident. Dunn, the co-pilot, had a disagreement with the captain who wanted to divert the plane due to a passenger's medical event. Dunn then told the captain that uh, he, they would be shot multiple times if the flight was diverted. 
Dunn was authorized to carry a gun as part of the Transportation Safety Administration's Federal Flight Deck Officer Program. Hmm. Flight Deck Officers are airline pilots authorized by TSA to be armed in the cockpit on domestic flights. They undergo special training to do so and are provided with a TSA-issued weapon to defend the flight deck against an attempted hijacking. The two-page indictment said Dunn did assault and intimidate a crew member of an aircraft and did use a dangerous weapon in assaulting and intimidating the crew member. Delta said Tuesday that Dunn was no longer employed at the airline and refrained from commenting further. Holy smokes. I didn't even know they allowed him to carry firearms. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I knew you had yeah. air marshals, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, supposedly. But, yeah, apparently yeah. there's a program for that. There, and there's always some asshole that's going to mess it up for yeah. everybody else. <laughs> if you divert this plane, I will shoot you. I will you. shoot you. I got to get home to my wife's I mean, spaghetti. What the hell, man? Oh, that's a good one. Mile high. Your mile high crime for today. Frightening. You can now take off that belt and move freely around the cabin. Thank you, too. Oh, there's the music we love right there. Kiki Crimes for Friday. And guess what, boys? This one is one of the best of all times. It really is. The, um... So we always talk about fetishes and shit, right? Well, this I don't think this is really a fetish. It's just a bit odd. I mean, because everybody does it. But this woman has definitely found herself an odd fetish. Well, maybe not. Not a fetish, but we'll see. Back in September, a woman in Florida was arrested for getting it on with herself. Hey, that's in a front, crime in front of a 7-Eleven. Oh, okay. so the charges <laughs> were eventually dropped. And on Saturday, she was arrested again, again for getting it on with herself hey. in front of a Popeyes. Oh my oh, god! Right, so 7-Eleven right. wasn't the right, right atmosphere. Right. She moved over to Popeyes. So in the September incident, 38-year-old Vanessa Lee Jones of Newport Ritchie, Florida was arrested after she was arrested for getting it on with herself in front of the 7-Eleven. She was charged with felony, lewd, and lascivious exhibition, but prosecutors decided not to pursue the case as she was released from jail. Then on Saturday, Vanessa was arrested again for doing basically exactly the same thing outside of a Popeye's only a few blocks from that (laughs) 7-Eleven, y'all. Only this time... She was fully naked. Hey. Right? And getting Go it, big or go home. That's right. And getting it on with herself in front of the dumpster. Right? <laughs> it must have been a mess. Scratch and sniff type thing. Oh, wait. She know. wasn't in, I thought she was in a car. When she was oh, no. Was she's, 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 out, she's out there just getting it on. And mm. so she was arrested for exposure of sexual organs. But listen, it gets better. Exposure of the, sexual The police report says she was not under the influence of drugs, so nothing, no meth involved or alcohol and she has no signs of mental illness, right? Sure. So they ask her, so lady, what you doing? Why are you doing this? And she said, when, when, when asked why she continued with her public displays of masturbation, she said, if there's one thing I learned in human life, it's never, ever, ever. Let a good orgasm pass you by. There you go. Hey, Woo! she's a hero. 
I just learned something from her. Did she Never have, let him know a good orgasm. Did she have like a piece of extra crispy in one hand and know, the other hand? I don't know. Well, maybe Seven Eleven. She got one of them long dogs or dogs or something. I don't know. But well, that must shoot. not have been Mr. Patel's Seven Eleven. No, I'm sorry. If it was I, Mr. Patel, he would have. Yeah, we don't have any pictures of this one, but I'm just going to give her a shout out for staying in touch with herself. And, and giving us such and, but good you know advice. What, don't do it in front of kids and shit. Like, go do it at. Uh, that's like the Yoda of masturbation. Right? You know? Yeah, Never right. let a good orgasm pass. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I, I told you police work is the greatest show on her. Yes. That's your kinky crimes for. Yeah, I'm a little Friday. surprised 7 Eleven couldn't keep her business, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, if it had been Mr. Patel's store, she would have found a way. Dead sober and found a way to keep her there. Never let it go to work. You got some banjos for me? Never let it go to work. There they are. Banjos are back. The banjos are back, but dumb criminals is not. What? Because I have special dispensation from the board. Because of Mr. Overton's oh little God, misstep, bro. Yari, Yari, allowing me Yari's, to present poetic did it, justice did today. Did it with a shark story. Was, what's, what's this one going to be about? Shark story is perfectly valid. <laughs> and you're one of the reasons why that story needed to be told. I tell you, obviously. fuck the board. I'm going to strike. <clears throat> so I've got poetic justice. I'm calling this World War Three. Uh-oh. The end of the world, it seems to be near. Just get on a roof and you can see it from here. How did this happen? Who is to blame? Who was it set the world aflame? Open borders, Ivy League geeks, active shooters, and transgender freaks. Two generations ago, they began targeting the schools, indoctrinating kids, playing parents for fools. They call us colonizers, settlers, and capitalist thugs. They teach equity, racism, and give everyone hugs. They became activists, organizers, and tilted the culture. And if you argued, they'd attack you like an angry vulture. They them pronouns, mostly peaceful protest and gender-affirming care, impeachment, insurrection, and indictments to pair. Look at your phone and turn on the news. All you hear is, we hate the Jews. Others are even raising the stakes and chanting, fuck the United States. China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia, the new Axis evil, are preparing a crusher. The enemy of my friend is my enemy, so against the Axis, surely we must be. Destroy America, rip rip out its heart, tear patriotism, religion, and family values apart. This battle within distracts us abroad, so we leave Afghanistan and look like a fraud. Our leaders are weak, and the rest of the world knows the moves they have made this clearly shows. Russia in Ukraine, Iran attacking the Jews, eyes fall to Taiwan, where China may light a fuse. American leadership was never more needed but feeble Joe Biden's already defeated. United we'd stand, divided we fall, new blood is needed for us to stand tall. Two men less popular there never have been than Donald J. Trump and Joe Biden. Trump might win or he could be in jail. Either way, half the country wants him to fail. I pray each night on behalf of my kids for someone or something to halt our skids. From now until then, fight on. We must, in time, will emerge an answer I trust. World War Three, <laughs> which requires banjos because these guys are speechless. <laughs> I don't even know. Pre-existing knowledge. 
Uh, now am I done with your board stuff? I am. Uh, I am good with the board. You are now reinstated. All right. As of poetic justice. And that, the, that was interesting. The seventeen hundred listeners that we'll say, wrote me asking for that segment. We'll say you're that, welcome. We'll say that that was interesting, to Thank say you. the least. Right? Can be all kinds of comments. Fine, that shit. <laughs> That's fine. All right. All right, and uh, I got one more for us today at WTF. How about that? What the? Uh, That's right. You got a theme song yet? I don't. I don't. But I'm working on it. I got something cooking. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to bring you to Maryland, and Maryland police are searching for a driver. They said hit a man with a car, then dumped his body on the side of the road. After being called to conduct a welfare check near a neighborhood on Saturday, officers discovered a man lying by the side of the road. The man, identified as Franklin Mendez, was confirmed dead at the scene, suffering from trauma. But here's the WTF part. Mendez was involved in an unrelated minor collision earlier that night, about two miles away. The 28-year-old stepped out of the car, which is when another car crashed into him and became he became lodged, lodged oh. into that car's windshield. The driver traveled those two miles mm. with Mendez lodged in his windshield. Mm. Uh before dumping Mendez's body near a road. Then he fled. A door cam footage camera showed the moments the car pulled up where Mendez's body was later found. The neighbor who filmed the car found Mendez's body and reported it to police. Uh, WTF, they still haven't caught the guy, but the police say the driver's car is a 2011 to 2017 gray Honda Civic with a large white decal on its back window. There would also be damage to the car's front bumper <laughs> imagine. and on no the passenger windshield. side and fender, as well as a smashed area of the windshield. Wow. WTF. WTF. Two WTF, miles right? lodged in the windshield. The yeah. guy never stopped. You know, yeah. that would be that would be uh, a, a great beginning to a uh, superhero where the guy becomes, because he gets smushed in there with a bunch of bugs that have been smushed into that windshield. Mm. And so he emerges from that half man, half bug. Yeah. And beca- you know, and, it's kind of like the uh, fly, how that how about thing third, came together. Third, a third man, third bug, third glass. And then he shoot bullets of glass. That um, Write it down. We own that idea. We own that we idea. Own, we own that idea. Y'all F with that idea. Hey, the, for real, <laughs> I've I've worked several cases where people have been hit, and they usually if they hit them fast enough, they hit that windshield and bust, and they roll over it. Yeah, uh, this dude got stuck in it. So I, I wonder horrible. if he just locked up his brakes two mile down the road and, and spun them off, or if he had to get actually get out and physically remove them from the windshield. Well, the way they described it was dumped him. Right. So how it many, almost sounded how like many, he had to pull him yeah. out. How many cars have a giant white sticker in the back, the rear window? Somebody knows who that dude is. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go home and explain that to your insurance company. Yeah, that <laughs> blood and DNA and hair is all stuck in your windshield. But what the fuck? Well, we want to that say we want to say go Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bama. Go Tigers. Woo. Uh, real quick, y'all. If you ever have a, if you ever go to listen to Real Life Real Crime Daily or Original Real Life Real Crime, which comes out on Tuesdays, and you can't find it or you see it, uh, a show hasn't been downloaded in X amount of days, please hurriedly, 
if that's a word, as quick as you can, message us and let us know because we, and it hadn't happened in a lot of years, but this past week we had some issues with a couple of platforms and one, like 20 different ones that showed that they were running, but they weren't actually running. And, and fans were like, where's the episodes? Where's the episodes? We, I mean, we didn't really, yeah, we didn't know what was going on because we weren't notified. And then after some investigation, we'll find out. That they, in fact, we're not getting the listen. And of course, we want it to be convenient for y'all. Um, and we appreciate and love each and every one of y'all. But if you ever have any kind of problems, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're monitoring social media pretty much 24 7 almost between all of us that are doing it. But back in the house with my boys, thank you, gentlemen, for taking care of me uh, when I was gone. And thank you for, well, I'll tell you this off there. But yeah, thank y'all. And Love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you for liking, listening, sharing. Um, we just love y'all. Yep. Bless. That's it. Your sanctions are over. You're a free man. That's You're clear. I, I broke the chains. Broke the chains. <laughs> you broke the chains. And, what's that movie with, with uh, Jang, Django Man? Yeah. Or uh, uh, Django Unchained? Yeah. 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 Classic. That's I can't get my wife to watch it. It's broke, too sad. Broke the chains, she won't watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Quentin Tarantino. Yep. yep. All right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Aglets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.